0: It doesn't matter if it's the catwalk, sidewalk, or hallway, or even if you're getting a snack from your work fridge. I slay. It doesn't matter if you're having a good brow day, bad brow day, good skin day, bad skin day. Don't matter if it's PMS and you feel a mess or if you feeling blessed because I slay. Because you slay, we slay. This is I slay the podcast. What's up, Slay Nation? It's Erica Celeste signing on, and welcome to another episode of I Slay the Podcast. This time, I do have another special co-host with me today. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: I am one of the co-hosts from Be More State of Mind, and I'm just Petty. And you can find my show on Station Head, and you can search in the search bar just Petty. Underscore, and you can find us on Instagram at a ab- state of mind.
0: All right, everyone, before we get into this episode, make sure that you click subscribe. That way you get the notifications on when the episodes air. Remember, the episodes are every two weeks. You can follow us on Instagram at iSlate underscore pod. Now, let's get into what's popping. Oh, girl, the whole way you sipping, I know you got the tape. Spill it all of it. Ooh, I know this been to be good. You know what? Let me go get some popcorn so I can find out what's popping. So our first story is actually uh gonna be a spinoff from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. So Arkansas Mo was actually arrested on federal fraud charges. Now this was cor- according to Roman White, as a source. So he is being charged with federal bank fraud and misuse of funds now he has a uh trucking company where and they you know because of the coronavirus a lot of companies are getting assistance from the government in order to still be able to pay their employees and it's actually called a paycheck protection program now the police allege that instead of using the money to retain his 107 employees he Use used the money, now this is according to CNN, he used more than $2 million of the money that he received from the government to buy a Rolex, a diamond ring, and a diamond bracelet At least a Rolls Royce. Now, and apparently, four, you know, $40,000 was paid off in child support. Now, Fain told the agents that he believed that he had the right to use part of the money for the loan and proceeds for other business purposes as a working capital. Now, the small businessman was released on a $10,000 bond this past Wednesday. Now, what do you think about this?
1: My thoughts on this is, like, his bond is less than what he proclaimed to have took $2 million. I also feel like um, he used the money for child support, $40,000, which whew, that's a lot of money to be behind in child support. Um, I just feel like, you know, he wasn't successful on Love & Hip Hop at all because he only was on there for one season as Carly, mm-hmm. Carly Ridge, um was he her husband? I think it was her husband or her. Yeah,
0: they were secretly
1: age. married, yeah. Secretly married, which, you know, we don't know because we didn't see any receipts on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and plus they didn't even... I don't know if it'll probably be like a next season thing, whereas though they, I guess they'll use him as a, um, you know, a storyline for her. But um, I honestly think that he needs to spend some time in jail. Because look at, um, for example, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Phaedra Apollo. Look at mm-hmm. that. He 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 was doing wire fraud. So right. I mean, I feel like he needs to, he needs to do some jail time. He's nobody to me. I don't even think he does anything else other than you know just that one season of Love and Hip Hop.
0: Right. Um, So I do definitely agree with you that he deserves some jail time, not just because he used the money for the watches, is that you did not retain your employees. Mm -hmm. 107 people, especially during this time, like what jeweler is open right now? The jeweler should be in trouble, for one, for being open and allowing someone to purchase stuff. And, you know, like you're going to lease a vehicle, You got $2 million dealies in the car. Like, that's telling me (laughs) that your your priorities are all jacked up, especially when he's, as you said, behind $40,000 in child support. Like, really, dude? That's ridiculous. And I really do hope that him and Carly Red aren't married. I hope (laughs) that the divorce is final. No, because they can come after her assets. Yep. If they're married, they can come after Carly's assets. And she's talking about all these businesses that she has now, she, um, I think she was like trying to get into real estate and things like that. So it's like if she didn't have a prenup or a postnup, like if they're still technically married, she needs to get a postnup. But the courts are closed. But she can get it. She can get it notarized. Okay. Right. She can. She can get somebody to become a certified notary online real quick, and they can draw that agreement and both sign it because. Like, this is why you got to look into people's finances when you get married. You need to make sure you have a pre- or post-nump agreement. That way you can decide how the assets are split. Because I'm just worried about Carly Rand. Like, he could sit in jail forever because, you know, he had that issue with him taking money from Alexa Skye's family. Um, I believe that that was the drama on the season. Right. Right. So it's like he's used to taking stuff from people unnecessarily, but you took from Uncle Sam, you're going to jail. especially to your, jail. Once the courts open up, you're going to jail, okay? You get yeah. serious time for it.
1: I completely agree with you. And not only that, you know, it, it'll make Carly Red look bad, too. It'll diminish her image as well, even though she's innocent on it. But I also feel like, you know, Carly Red has been on, like, almost every season of Love and Hip Hop, so it's like, you know... I'm quite sure she's one of those ones that's getting paid a good amount of money versus the ones that's coming in now. So.
0: Right. Yeah, which is absolutely, like, I just think this is crazy, for real. Um, because as you said, when you Google him, she automatically pops up. And with this mm-hmm. story, they're running with pictures of them together.
1: Mhm.
0: A lot of these publications. So this is bad for her image.
1: Yes.
0: Like, you got to be careful because it seems like with the guys that she's dating, she's dating these, like, dudes that just come off as sketchy. Like, even Life Jennings feels sketchy to me now
1: after, well, he was very after
0: they dated. I'm just like, you supposed to be hypothetically, of course. Like, you ain't about that life, bro.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, nah, you about as bad as these other dudes. Like, let me find out ludicrous now being faithful and, like, Jennings is the one dogging women out.
1: Like, come on, dude. I kind of figured something about him that season when he was on there because it was like, mm-hmm. you know, Life Jennings is a, he he was a known figure. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, with him being on there, I'm like, okay, damn, you stoop this low to go to love and hip-hop? And you're, like, a talented artist? Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that whole situation, I felt like, you know, he didn't need to be really be on there. I felt like he yeah. should have just been, you know, creating more music because he creates great music. All right.
0: Exactly. And speaking of more, you know, COVID things that come out of out of this virus, um, one thing is actually positive. So we've all seen this new digital experience on Instagram in the form of the versus battle. Now, a lot of people, you know, are giving suggestions. Some, you know, people like Swiss and people like that, are kind of like trying to, team, you know, partner people against each other and then going live on Instagram. Now, these artists actually put their catalog, you know, and they battle song for song. They play their song. They sometimes give a story behind it. Um, And, you know, I actually did not start watching the battles until – the highly anticipated one, which was between Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Now, did you see it?
1: I've seen it, and I really think it's creative. It's a creative thing.
0: So far, to me, I feel like it is the best one. What,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Do you do you feel this that way too?
1: I feel like it's the best one because it brings back old times, and then mm-hmm. you, you also feel like you're getting to really know the artist because, mm-hmm. you know, certain artists, they don't really be on Instagram live like that, you know, or mm-hmm. any lives. Like I haven't seen Jill Scott on live. I haven't seen, you know, Erica Badu actually be on live like other artists normally do. So it's like right. you're really getting to know why they wrote this song and, you know, what inspired them to write this song. And it gives off positive vibes to me. I really like it. Yeah,
0: I felt like this one inspired a lot of people. Um, and, you know, like, Uncle Snoop <laughs> was definitely, like, a lot of celebrities were in the room with this one. And I think they actually have the highest watched live stream in Instagram history. Now, mm-hmm. I know that um, as we're recording this, the the Ludacris and Nelly one um, is actually happening, should be ending soon. Um, with that one, I have my own thoughts because I know that you haven't seen it yet. Uh, but I know a lot of people who are listening to this have definitely already seen it. Um, I think that you know it's happening on Saturdays. I definitely think that they next time check the weather because Nelly's Wi-Fi needed some milk. <laughs> 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 like it couldn't fully get started because he kept freezing it. But you can hear him, or it completely cut out, or it completely cut off to the point where they were like, "Yo, we may have to reschedule it." and Ludacris dropped release, well, had everybody listen to two new songs, because he's working on new music. Okay. There's, he had to get permission from Timbaland, and Timbaland's like, hey, yo, cut it out now. Hey, hey, hey got cut that oh, out Oh, he's now. working
1: with Timbaland now? Yep. Yeah. Wow. I know that's fire. Uh,
0: so uh, so the, the first song's with Lil Wayne. It was definitely dope. The second song was with Chance the Rapper. And he's like, can I, can I play it now? Can I play it now? He's like, all right. Now he said, I, I got to stop playing it. Because he would, like, loop that half the song and would play it, like, three times. And now I feel, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now I'm starting to learn the words. I like this song. Um, but I definitely do feel like this particular battle, I don't know who else Ludacris could have battled. I don't think there was anyone else he could battle. But Ludacris definitely had an unfair advantage because of the type of music that he does versus the type of music that nelly does
1: i think he could have battled um twister they both oh yeah that's fast. true. they both that's really true. Did, like really fast lyrics because like,
0: so huh? also i actually didn't really find this out until i lived in california but i didn't know that twister was still putting out music
1: i didn't know that neither at he all He was
0: like i was like is this twister they're like yeah i was like he's making music again they're like when did he stop i was like i'm sorry what <laughs> I, that
1: up. I didn't know i did not know that maybe he might be just mainstream out there
0: yeah because it's like a lot of mainstream. artists are regional right mm-hmm. so it's like a lot of artists that we listen to more don't necessarily get as much play in other areas So people may still be bumping everything, Nelly, in, like, the St. Louis area,
1: you Mm -hmm. know?
0: But, like, here we play a lot of, like, certain artists. Um, Because, you know, with both of us being from Baltimore, Baltimore is a hard market. So we don't always get everything because we don't necessarily give everybody a chance.
1: Right. You know, that's
0: why Diddy, when I went to the Bad Boy reunion tour a few years back, he was, like, He would always bring his artists to Baltimore because if we rock with them, then everybody would like them. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like Baltimore was like a testing ground, and I remember my first concert being one of his artists. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like
0: I was nine years old at Westview Mall, stuck in a concert randomly, and I was like, "Hey, mom, can you use the payphone and call dad? Say so he can come pick us up later because I want to see the concert." it was free just randomly in the ball i was like all right well let's say so um i definitely do think because you know nelly's hit some more upbeat make you dance you know like the beats aren't too hard they're more that st louis vibe
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know but ludicrous stuff goes harder
1: (laughs) (laughs) definitely in terms
0: of the beats um even though their hits kind of you know they're Their stats are very close, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but I definitely think Ludacris won that battle, not just because of Nelly's failing (laughs) (laughs) Wi-Fi. They started calling him Nelly Riley.
1: (laughs) I'm quite sure there's going to be some memes out there about his (laughs) Wi-Fi. Oh,
0: yeah. I know I'm definitely going to make some of them myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I just like to screen record them, so I just had them on my phone. Mm
1: -hmm. Because that Erica
0: about you and Joe Scott one was dope. I think that's probably the only one that wasn't as bad. You know, like Erica's cut out towards the end a little bit, but that was just because her tablet died, but we did get a warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is definitely dope. But I think that was my favorite one because I used to listen to a lot of Erica Badu and Jill Scott. I was Erica Badu for Black Three Month one year, uh, lip singing Tyrone, and they had to cut me off because the CD had Cussing in it. I have my own backup dances. (laughs) They're
1: very talented queens, I would say, of R and B. Very talented.
0: Oh yeah. Now with you know not to keep doting on the coronavirus, but you know, some people are on live too much. Like some people need to be cut off. Like Bootsy. (laughs) <laughs> so Boosie, you know, keeps running his mouth, but he also has had, you know, some opportunity kind of come for this. So he's actually working on a reality show to be produced by the FUBU Network and Hot New Hip Hop titled Badass Boosie. So prior to signing his deal for this product project, he was actually offered um, a leading role kind of like a flavor of love type of thing on vh one But he would be, you know, the guy that, you know, went with Now, Mm -hmm. he turned this offer down because he's more focused on this reality show. And the reason why is because he actually has production ownership Mm -hmm. over the show. So that, to him, is more important than doing anything else. Now, I know everyone remembers when he made comments about Dwayne Wade's daughter, Um, And several advertisers pulled their support. Now, I don't know how people are going to feel now. Um, So Boosie went on live and said that he has paid for sex for his son um, to receive oral sex from what he said was a grown woman. All right, so this is exactly what he said. I'm training them boys right. Ask any of my nephews, ask any of them, ask my son, yeah, when they was 12, 13, they got oral sex. That's how it's supposed to be. Now, uh, Susie Weiss from the New York Post actually referenced in 2017 and his song uh, set it off, he posted a birthday message to his son, um, who was 14 at the time, and the caption was, got a bag for you and a bad bitch to give you some head." Mm. Now, what do you think about this whole Boosie situation?
1: I, I'm going to be honest. I really, ever since he made those comments about um, Dwayne Wade's child, I've really, like, deleted him off my playlist. I, I don't too much care for his music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like he's a homo, but has curiosity and mm-hmm. has possibly done some things with, you know, the same-sex gender. Because any man that acts like that, and you know, and this is just my opinion, just speaking on facts, any man that acts like that has done something with a man that's in denial, or with a Mm -hmm. woman, or whoever. I feel like he's not a father, and he's not a role model to to his kids. I honestly Mm -hmm. feel like that because any person that's going to do that for their child at that age, Mm -hmm. um, that's basically human trafficking. Like, I don't think parents think about their kids having sex. I mean, they think about it, but it's in a bad way. It's not in a good way. It's not like right. oh, I'm gonna pay for uh, I'm gonna just pay for you to have sex with somebody on your on your 14th birthday, and right. you can just have sex with them, you know, have oral sex with them, and experience that.
0: Right. And the crazy thing is, I said this on on your show, um, mm-hmm. the most recent show, but a mouse has no gender. Mm-mm. Like, how is your son receiving oral sex from an adult woman that you're forcing him? Like, that is such a traumatizing experience. It is. Because, number one, how do you know that he actually went through with it? And this is a woman that you slept with. Like, I feel like that woman should be ashamed of herself for one. I don't care how much money. Like, so when someone commits a crime, right? Mm-hmm. If they are – because the act of him paying a, a prostitute or paying someone to have sex in exchange for money is an illegal act in itself. Correct. But now, as an adult, you're having sex with a minor, so now it's statutory rape yep. and sexual assault. So the fact that he paid you to do it doesn't cancel out the fact that you, com- that you committed the action. And because he said it and it's recorded, Bootsy can actually go back to jail Mm -hmm. if charges are brought up after this whole thing is over. Because they don't have to have his word for it, the child's word for it. He was 14 at the time.
1: And how old is is he now?
0: So apparently he said, so the set it off thing came from 2017. So this was like three years ago. So he's like 17 now. Hmm. So you know, we know Boosie hasn't been out for that long. Like I think Booty thinks he's invincible. Mhm. Kind of like Takashi Six Nine. Like oh. they just <laughs> these people just just think they invincible and it's like, come on, black man, like you really that homophobic to the point where I'm like you must you know, it's like you are really trying to overcompensate. Like, That's why I never understood people being homophobic at all. Like, what is someone else loving, dating, having sex with someone of the same gender, or you know, how wherever they fall on the spectrum? Like, what they got to do with you, exactly? Like, now it's none of your business. How taboo to say, uh, that's that's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> We all know that fashion makes news and news makes fashion. Let's get into this fashion news. And Cara Banks uh, has actually received a lot of criticism over past episodes of America's Next Pet Model. Now, we all remember the episode where she uh, pressured Danielle Evans to get the gap in her front teeth fixed, reportedly saying that. Um, So the whole situation, I don't know if everyone remembers, but she um, went to the dentist, and she refused to have her gap closed. They tried to send her to get it done. And she said, do you really think that you could have a cover girl contract with a gap in your mouth? Now, another issue was a photo shoot in Season 13 in which the models had darkened their skin tones to convey different races. And it was widely condemned as blackface. Now, Tyra Banks has apologized for this, um, saying that, you know, that she agrees with them. Looking back, there were some really off choices, but she appreciates the feedback. Uh, One of the show's producers, Ken Monk, actually said that, you know, he looks back at some of those images and just cringes because, you know, it's not just Tyra. It's an entire team that makes the choices. So some of those, you know, worst moments aren't just on her, like, you know, and he apologized as well. So do you think it's a little too late for people to be mad?
1: I honestly do, do think that, because, like you said, this one person, Danielle Evans, mm-hmm. was on a episode in 2006. That's, like, 17 mm-hmm. years ago. So, like, I feel like it's old news from the past that should have been, you know, it should have just been left back in twenty. 20- I mean, 06, I'm sorry. Um, Now, I do feel like some of the things that happen behind production, because, you know, we only see what we see on TV. Uh We don't know what goes on behind production. So it's like if Tyra makes, if she says one thing on TV and we just see it right then and there, a backlash at her. Mm-hmm. I feel like it shouldn't just be about Tyra, it's Tyra's fault, it's Tyra that did this, Tyra did that. Right. I feel like it should be everybody's accountability, even the production.
0: Right, right. I do I do believe that, I, I'm happy that it's sparking conversation, but I do think it is a little too little too late, especially to be mad at Tyra and the production team. Um, because again, this happened years ago, like we're in 2020, Mhm, like this is a whole like nice grade me ago, like <laughs> <laughs> I was <thinking> what? like
1: <laughs> like
0: it's it's ridiculous, it's like, come on now, um, so I do definitely think that like I don't know that Tyra's comments were reflective of the the fashion industry Mm -hmm. and um, Jay, you know, the Jays had an interview with, um, with one reporter, and they said, you know, even though society has progressed, progressed, and I'm trying to remember the quote exactly, it's like, even though fashion has progressed, even though society has progressed, fashion has moved forward in the right direction but not as much as as mainstream society has. So a lot of the things that Tyra was saying are things that these girls would have been told anyway
1: mm-hmm. on
0: model calls, which is true. Yeah. You know, it's like there are, I, it's like there's, I believe there's one country that has a weight like, minimum requirement, like, if you're mm-hmm. under, you know how, like, some models had to be, like, 110, one, you know, like,
1: between, yeah, like, 100
0: enough. and, like, 115, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, no, you can't be that small anymore, so this is the minimum weight, <laughs> like, you have to make that weight, <laughs> Um, but that's not something that's, like, everywhere,
1: Mhm.
0: you know, it's, like, we're just now starting to see more plus size women, but you mm-hmm. usually only see that in the U.S. There is this model that I absolutely love who is, I want to say, in Korea. She is a size 14, and over there, she's considered plus size.
1: Wow. It's hard
0: for her to find jobs. Like, she even moved to Australia and still couldn't find work. Just come to the U.S. Sis.
1: Yeah, come to America. <laughs> like, just, just
0: come to America and, and you. do it that way. Like, do, do some look, you know, some, some look decent. Get you a U.S. agent. Move to the U.S. Right? Like, <laughs> that'll, that'll definitely help you. But I, you know, she kind of went viral because of this. Because you know, over there, a size 14, like anything above a size.
1: Six is plus size. Wow. So So
0: I because, you know, uh, some Asian people are a lot smaller. That's why you have to watch yourself when you buy from Amazon, buy clothes, (laughs) to see if they're Asian sizes or U.S. sizes.
1: That is true.
0: Because I remember I bought two jackets and I didn't pay attention. And I was like, well, let me order them larger. No, they still fit my sister. And my sister is like a size 10. And technically, the size on it was, like, a 4X.
1: Wow. So, a 4X true,
0: was an Asian, like, is it, you know, like, a Asian 4X is, like, a U.S. 10. And I was so mad because I love the jacket.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, that's a tip. Pay, pay attention, you know. Um, so, I definitely, again, it is a little too late. Um, I'm happy that people are talking about it again. But so there are a lot of cringeworthy moments on that show because some of those makeovers were trash, even for that time.
1: It was. And, and not only that, I will say this. I'm trying to figure out why are you bringing it up now
0: with a gap mm-hmm. too?
1: She, she somehow closed some of her gap you know, in her too. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you look at her, it's not as big as it was when she was on top model. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my point. Their model's now's gap rihanna's mm-hmm. um fancy model mm-hmm. uh what's her name slick woods she oh has yeah, a, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah slick yeah slick she is everywhere
1: a, so i mean i feel like back then the 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 modeling agencies and all that they were very shady back there with the fashion industry mm-hmm. and now you're able to just be able to branch out and be who you are now
0: i think that's a little bit so me I feel like the higher-end designers haven't changed as much
1: Mm -hmm. because
0: we do have a lot of – because fast fashion is more popular, there Mm -hmm. are companies that are kind of sticking to this new woke way of thinking about fashion and everything else. Because in the U.S., you have to be more inclusive. In other countries, you don't have to because there aren't that many people of color.
1: Right.
0: You know? Like, there's probably a handful of black people, Asians, you know, everything else that's not German in Germany.
1: Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So
0: here, when you, because we you do have a lot of fast fashion, you know, Rihanna can afford to because it's her brand. Right. She can afford to have disabled people in her show. She can afford to have plus size and varying sizes because that is her mission to be more inclusive now is her high-end line as inclusive no Mm-mm. but Fenty, you know her her Fenty lingerie is so it's like with the higher end stuff some people are starting to to get the picture um i do now see more plus size high fashion things but it's harder so the fashion industry still needs to catch up to society All right, so our next story. So I know that everyone knows who Sheree is, right? <laughs> who going to check me, boo?
1: The bone So
0: <laughs> everybody's been checking for the She by Sheree line. There's been a few failed launches where she'll tease something and then do it. You know, she did a show, never sold anything. Like, the only thing she's ever released was, like, this limited edition Who Gonna Check Me Boo t-shirts that were, like, pop-ups in Nordstrom's and Hanes.
1: Mm -hmm. So,
0: apparently, on Watch What Happens Live, she announced that her joggers line, um, she's actually going to be releasing, within the next couple of weeks, she's going to be releasing new items. So, fans noticed that there were actually items for sale on her website, Mm -hmm. but the items have been taken down. If you look at her Instagram account, there's no pictures of any clothes. You go on the website, nothing. So are you looking forward to this Sheba Sheree finally launching?
1: No, I just don't see it for her at all. I mean, she's been prolonging this for a long time, Mm -hmm. and I just don't see it at all for her. Come back to Housewives. How about that? (laughs)
0: I think even when she did come back, her storyline was boring. It was. I, I honestly don't watch Real Housewives of Atlanta as much. Um, so For me, it's gotten a little boring. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I feel like I saw some of the images from the line, and I'm like, this isn't anything special. Like, you took this long time for something I could have got done at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for real. Like, it's not even, like, you could have at least done some, like, fabletics, some, like, cool design, you know, new age type of, like, you know, athleisure wear. But no. Like, I don't think people are going to buy it. I think people will look at it and be like, oh, okay, she finally did it. Next.
1: Yeah, I think if she would have, you know, if maybe if she partners with like, you know, Walmart or you know,
0: nobody's gonna partner with her.
1: Yeah, it took her 11 years. (laughs) You you (laughs)
0: procrastination much? Yeah. All right, y'all, and that's gonna be it for the fashion news. Slate or nah. Royal Housewives of Atlanta Reunion Edition. Now I know that, you know, with the coronavirus they actually had to do a virtual reunion, which, you know, was smart of them to do it. Um, but it still, you know, means that the drama did not stop. And this time there was actually a common theme with all of their looks. So everybody wore white. Everybody. Now, first, we have Eva Marcel. Now, she is wearing a couture beaded jumpsuit by S.A. Zen Abor Atelier, slay or no? You didn't like oh. it?
1: No, I didn't like it at all. Maybe because I just don't too much care for her, but I I, I really didn't like her outfit.
0: I, I'm going to say for me, I think it's a slay. Um I don't necessarily fully like the sleeves but she knows how to pose and close. Mhm. You know, so for me, I'm a I'ma say that's a sleigh. Um, the Slay nation said eighty eight percent said slave, twelve percent said nah. So somebody agree with you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next we have Portia Williams. Um, and she is wearing actually um Eva and Portia actually had the same stylus. Which I thought is hilarious.
1: Right. Because,
0: you know, they they beef in something serious. But she is in a custom white pajama set with wide legs, a long robe, and a um pearl in a like a pearl colored boussier. Now this is from Beyond Me. Slay or Nall?
1: Slay. I liked her um her little crown and whatnot. She was a crown of every union, but I liked her crown. I liked her whole outfit. I think she looks absolutely beautiful.
0: I'm going to agree with you. I absolutely love this. I do like that this was more of like I'm in the house, but I'm gonna be glam.
1: Mhm.
0: So I think it's absolutely gorgeous. This is giving me like this is what you would expect Meghan Markle to wear to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Giving me royalty realness. So the Slay Nation actually agreed. So eighty five percent said Slay. Fifteen percent said no. Mm. So next we have come on and get this, uh, Miss Nene Lee. And she is in a Zimmerman dress and Stella McCartney white lace pants. Slay or no?
1: I liked her outfit. You know, Nene normally keeps it a little, you know, classy. And, you know, she'll wear, like, some pants or whatnot. She, she's not a big little, you know, person to wear, like, a dresser at a reunion. So I, I like her. I'll give her I get what
0: i I'm going to say it's a no for me. Um, so, you know, I know people try to put their spin on things so it doesn't look like the way the designer advertises it. But I think mm-hmm. this is doing too much for me. Like, her... She has on improper undergarment. Like mm-hmm. you need to get that, that boob tape that'll have you sitting all the way up. Says if you want to wear that deep of a neck and you also have to pay attention when you're sitting down, like those types of shirt, if it's not like taped to you in the right way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it's going to be too wide. Like I felt like she was back at the strip club.
1: <laughs> Got to pop out.
0: Um, And, you know, She's wearing two different designers, which isn't a bad thing. But in this case, like, she wore the dress like a shirt. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this this is something – she calls herself a grandma, but she looks mm-hmm. real grandma-ish in this to me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, the, the ruffles and the lace, like, she looks like, you know, like your grandmama's, like, table that you're not supposed to touch.
1: <laughs> I think she just came prepared to um, argue. You already know how they go.
0: Because, you know, like her makeup is good. Her accessories, necessarily, like her necklace didn't match. Like when you wear that deep of a, uh, uh, when you have that deep of a opening, that long of a necklace detracts mm-hmm. the eyes. Like, I know that you're at home and you may not have access to certain things, but everybody got white in their wardrobe. Like, right. even if she would have wore this, like, a robe and did, like, one of those lingerie tops underneath, mm-hmm. you know, with the leggings, I would have liked it a little more. But I don't know. <laughs> like, for me, it's it's a an awe. And the Slay Nation was actually almost split. Uh, 58% said Slay, 42% said no. That
1: was a close one.
0: And that one was definitely close. Next, we had Candy Birds. She is in an Albina dyla jumpsuit with a deep plunge, one long sleeve, um, and the other one is like a avant garde, like reverse mutton sleeve. Slay or nah?
1: I would say slay. I liked hers, but I didn't like her hair. Her hair was not. It didn't do it for me.
0: I sometimes I dislike when the sleeves are drastically different. Mhm. You know, I feel like the sleeves should complement each other. And if she's so tiny, that big sleeve eats her up.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at the picture now, <laughs> And I hate,
0: because I even said this about Amara La Negra at the Love and Hip Hop Miami reunion, because she had those big sleeves, you know, mm-hmm. that were kind of like that. And I just felt like that—that that is too much, like. Even if they both would have been the same type of sleeve, you know, then that's fine. Or even if it was, like, one shoulder, keep it moving, one long sleeve, fine. I do think that, you know, from, honestly, it could have, it would have been gorgeous sleeveless. Right. It would have been gorgeous sleeveless. Then I would have gave this a sleigh. But it's, it's a no nah for me. The sleeve just throws me off. So the Slay Nation, 58% said slay, 42% said nah. So another close one. Another close one. Um, Next we have Cynthia Bailey. She is in a Grecian style one-shoulder gown. Um, One of, like the top of it kind of has this um, jeweled kind of chain-like structure um, going from one side to the next sleeve. And this is actually going to be by Tariq, Ad Adem, Flana. Ad- I don't
1: have to say slay, but it's it's a piece on that I don't I don't like that that gray little thing she got holding it up. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But she also look like Whitney Houston with the wig on to me. That's just me, personally. She, I don't know how it about feels. <laughs>
0: it it is given like Whitney sober realness. Yeah. I definitely do agree with that, but I do honestly I like the whole look. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um I do think that because if she didn't have some type of like jewelry fixture on the dress, like it would have had at least had like a belt or something to kind of bring a little more drama, I like it. Um because without it, honestly, the dress would have been too plain. Right. It would have been a really, really plain dress. So I'm going to give it a sleigh. Okay. And um, the Slay Nation agreed. So 92% said Slay, 8% said no. Okay. So the last person that we have is going to be Kenya Moore. Now she is wearing a high-gloss fitted mini dress with... Uh, one off the shoulder cap sleeve, and the other one's a long sleeve. Slay or nah?
1: Nah. And I'm gonna say the reason why I just feel like go ahead with her, like you said with the with the sleeves or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't like the sleeves on it, and also I feel like her makeup and her hair is cute. Her earrings are cute, but I don't like her outfit.
0: I felt like she took leftover fabric from her couch and was like, "Make me a dress."
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was. I,
0: there's no designer on it either. hmm So it's like I think to me this looks like a fashion Nova dress.
1: I didn't think about that. <laughs> this is
0: exactly what because this one has a shoulder pad, so that's awkward. And then the other, it looks like a full cat sleeve. But it's more like a cat flap. Like I, I'm not, I'm not feeling this at all. I'm a, I'm gonna say it's, it's off for me. Like, I, I, hate, I definitely don't like this
1: at all. <laughs> I don't either.
0: I think it's ridiculous. Like, why? Like, this is not like we don't do shoulder pads anymore.
1: Not Unless no that's
0: the look that you're going for. Unless you're going for a vintage look. But I feel like because it doesn't even fit well.
1: Mm -mm. Because
0: with that material, like, you have to go either both, you know, if it would have been, like, a tube type of dress with both flap caps, that would have been fine, you know. But I feel like that type of material, you can't really have a sleeve. Because then it's going to be bunched up. Like, it looks like. You know, your couch after a while, once that leather starts buckling. So yeah, I I don't like this at all.
1: So what does what does slay nation say?
0: So, it's 50% slay, 50% nah.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I thought that would have been a little more clear. But, you know, I mean, sometimes it just that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And sometimes, honestly, because I have been noticing this with the Slay Nation, they sometimes look at wearability. Mm-hmm. So out of even – I feel like everything here, like, nothing was too, too off besides, like, Eva's jumpsuit and Portia. Like, those – you wouldn't really catch most people wearing that, you know. hmm but everything else was a little more wearable. Like, you know, like I can see somebody's mama at an all-white party for 30 and over with what Mimi had on.
1: Yeah, you can see you that. You
0: know, with the little wedges and a little white toes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even though I didn't like it. It's something I can see people, like, somebody grandma is wearing that. They can pick this. Like it's 1985. (laughs) With all the jelly jam or the jerry juice. (laughs) All right, y'all. So that's it for Slay or Now. So thank you so much again for being here with me and doing this episode of I Slay the Podcast.
1: Thank you. And I appreciate you having me on here. Like I said, um everybody y'all can find me on Instagram at a be more state of mind, which I have a co host, Dre Shinobi. And on Station Head, just search in the search bar, just petty underscore, just King Petty underscore sorry. And you'll be able to find us and you know. Ashley, I definitely appreciate y'all. I appreciate you coming to my show this week, unexpected, with no notice.
0: Hey, I'm (laughs) always (laughs) prepared.
1: I just wanted to say that and let the viewers know that y'all need to come visit her because she's awesome. Oh, thank you. It was
0: definitely a lot of fun Um, because I haven't done, you know, a show with with three people in a minute since, like, the first episode. Um, So it's definitely fun to be on on other shows. So if you have a podcast and you would like to be a co-host or interview, you can go ahead and send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at islay underscore pod. Again, make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, rate, review, because this is how your girl will collect the coins. This is Erica Celeste signing off, and just remember, the glow up starts within.